0: The Mandalorian Season 3, Adam Driver and talks to play Reed Richards, and a potential gender-bended thing. All that and much more coming up next, so stick around. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Casual Experts Only, now part of the Cultured Nerd Podcast Network. We've got a pretty fun show for you this week. I sat down with a couple friends of mine, and we talked about The Mandalorian Season 3, which recently wrapped up. We got into all the nitty-gritties of the season, how it was, how, what we thought of it, what we think is going to happen going forward, all that fun stuff. But before we get into that, there is some news to talk about, a few things in particular I really want to talk about, and I'm uh, I'm actually flying solo today, haven't really hmm, done that in a while, not since uh, I was recording my old podcast, but yeah, Luke couldn't be a part of it this week, but that's okay. So first off, let's do a quick trailer roundup. So we got new trailers for Insidious, uh, The Red Door, that is the fourth, no, Fifth movie in the franchise, but this one is actually a sequel to Insidious 2, as opposed to the uh, Insidious 3 and 4, that which were prequels, I believe. Uh, there's also a teaser for Godzilla, I think it's, it's called a Godzilla X Kong, Godzilla Times Kong, I don't know, but <laughs> uh, it seems like they're going to be teaming up in this one. We got a new, a second trailer for The Flash, which still it looks very, very good. And speaking of The Flash, it... Did, uh, there was a showing of The Flash at CinemaCon last week, and all glowing reviews. Apparently it's really, really good. Everyone loved it, so that's great news. Uh, the new trailer is a lot more, I think, a lot more serious and heartfelt than the first trailer, but still looks just as epic and fun. A new trailer for Fast X. Couldn't really care less, but if you're into that, um, a Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, the Hunger Games prequel, which honestly looks really good. I was kind of ready to be done with this franchise, but looks actually like a pretty good movie. So uh, there's also The Boogeyman, which is which is an adaptation of a Stephen King story. Uh, a new trailer for Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. A new trailer for The Witcher season three, in which they revealed that the show is going to be split up into two parts. The first part premiering in June, the second part in July. And then there is a trailer for a haunting in Venice, which is the newest, uh, entry in the Poirot series directed by, uh, directed by Kenneth Branagh. Um, that, that 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 one actually looks pretty good too. I know those movies haven't done amazing at the box office and the, you know there hasn't been a huge, you know, word of mouth, but they are pretty good movies if you're a fan of murder mystery Agatha Christie stories. But Enough about trailers. Apparently, Adam Driver is in talks to play Reed Richards. This is according to like a bunch of different sources. So, according to several sources, Adam Driver has been offered the role of Reed Richards in the new MCU Fantastic Four reboot. No official word on whether this is true or not, but, yeah, a lot of insiders are saying that he's the frontrunner to play Reed Richards, which, I don't know, I'm kind of on the fence To be honest, I really like Adam Driver. He definitely wouldn't be my first choice to play Reed Richards or my second or third, probably, but like, he's a really good actor, so I'm sure he could pull it off. And I mean, he looks enough like Reed, I guess. Um, I don't know. I kind of would prefer John Krasinski, not because he's like the perfect Reed Richards necessarily. Like, I do really like him. Uh, in the role, but I feel like just continuity's sake, like, I feel like he's already been like, I, you know, I liked how he's looked in, you know, I, I liked everything about him for the most part in multiverse in multiverse of madness. Um, so it would be cool to see him actually take on the role, but at this point it seems like it, he, his role was just a cameo. It doesn't seem like he's going to be read going forward, but like, I think there's quite a few other actors that would be really good in the role. But I don't know. We'll see how things go. But according to Grace Randolph, who is, like most scoopers, very hit or miss. But she reported or she tweeted that there are four actresses that are in the running to play Sue Storm, a.k.a. Invisible Woman. And those actresses are Allison Williams, Vanessa Kirby, Mila Kunis and Jodie Comer. But with all that news, there's been these other reports spreading the internet recently saying that Mila Kunis is in talks to play the thing instead of Sue Storm, which I don't know if I buy. This is the core. This all this started because of the scooper My Time to Shine. Hello, who is who has been like most scoopers, you know? I've said um, has been very hit or miss for the most part, but according to my time to shine, hello, the tweet that they posted says they are looking at Jewish actors, both male and female for the thing in fantastic four. Mila Kunis is one of them. So, I mean, if this is true, like if they are planning on gender bending the thing, like I, I I really don't think gender bending works that well. I think race swapping can often work. Um, it has several times in the past, so like I feel like the, the, the I feel like the thing could be race swapped pretty easily, but gender bended it just doesn't really work. Also, just I think that would just complicate the relationship between Ben and Reed, and even Ben and Johnny. The dynamics would be really different. I just don't see that working out very well. And I know that there has been a female thing in in the comics, but that's only that that never lasted for very long, and it was never Ben Grimm, and it always. Kind of sucked, (laughs) so I don't see that happening. But Mila Kunis actually has come out and spoken about this, and she actually has debunked any rumors that she is in talks to play anybody in the movie. Um, So this is what she had to say on the Late Late Show with James Corden. About this? Yes, because there is a big (laughs) online rumor that you are going to play Sue Storm. In the Fantastic Four film. Now, firstly, is this true?
1: And where does a rumor like this come from?
2: Apparently, if you go to lunch with somebody that is also in the industry, you then start working together according to the internet.
1: Oh, so
3: you went out with
2: the director of Fantastic Four? Yes, we went out to a deli and had lunch together. And then the next day, I was somehow in Fantastic Four. I am not in Fantastic Four, but I know who is.
0: So that is that Um, seemingly debunks any involvement, whether it's the thing or Sue Storm for Mila Kunis. Granted, that doesn't necessarily mean that they aren't still looking for other female actors. To play the thing, but also, this wouldn't be the first time that an actor lied about being in an MCU movie, <laughs> looking at you, Andrew Garfield. So, <laughs> you know, maybe, you know, it's just very, everything's very speculative but at this point. Nothing really confirmed or even really that reliable. So, uh, last couple bits of news. Apparently, while filming The Flash, Ezra Miller only had three days off for the entire shoot working six days a week and spending Saturdays in stunt rehearsals. So uh, this is according to Flash Film News, and it's actually a quote from, from Paul Osterberry, who was the production designer. So I feel like, I mean, there were a lot of other factors as well as well, but I feel like this, you know, overwork and burnout definitely could have contributed to the mental breakdown and just poor mental health that Ezra Miller has been displaying the last year or so. Granted, it it does seem like they volunteered to work that much. Like, it wasn't like they were being forced necessarily, but maybe I'm wrong. You know, like, it's, it's, it's really hard to say, but... That I I feel like that would probably be like there were also reports a while ago that <clears throat> Ezra acted a little bit strange on set. This is according to like some insider, but I feel like if you're working like seven days a week, like yeah, of course you're going to frickin, you know have bad lots of bad days. I mean, kind of reminds me of when Joaquin Phoenix there was this vi- video that surfaced of him like going off on one of the production um, members one of like a a member of the crew and people acting like, Oh man, he's really, you know, he really snapped at him. But I mean, you know, there's a lot of pressure when you're the star. And also walking was like really starving himself for that role. So it's like, you know, like, I don't know. Actors are people too. And working ridiculous, like 12 to like 16 hour days, (laughs) six or seven days a week. Like, yeah, people are going to be grumpy every once in a while, but all that to say, um, Yeah, definitely seems like that could have contributed to the deterioration of Ezra's mental health. I also heard stuff about how they lost somebody, lost a loved one, and then it seems like a lot of drugs and alcohol were involved, so that's all sad, but I'm glad that they are getting the help that they need, it seems, so that's definitely good. The Last of Us Season 2, apparently... It begins filming in a few months. This is according to the official social media page for the show. Uh, Doesn't give an actual date for when this starts. But yeah, it looks like it's ramping up production, honestly, a little sooner than I expected, which definitely a good thing. (laughs) I'm not complaining, that's for sure. Last bit of news I want to tackle. There's some early reactions to Transformers Rise of the Beast, The Flash, and Guardians 3. I already mentioned the good reactions to The Flash, but apparently Guardians 3, all the early screenings, are saying this is one of the best MCU movies ever. That being said, (laughs) apparently it's gotten the lowest rating from critics on Rotten Tomatoes out of all the Guardians films. I believe it's sitting at an 80% right now, which is still pretty damn good, but it's the lowest of the trilogy which, I mean, I don't really care, to be honest with you. I feel like a lot of critics are pretty out of touch at this point in time and or just kind of attention-seeking. So, I mean, maybe it is only an 80%, but I've been hearing it's the best out of the trilogy. It's one of the best Marvel movies. So I guess we'll have to wait for for it to come out, and I think the fans can decide for themselves. But apparently, Transformers: Rise of the Beast. The early screenings did not get very good scores. Apparently, that had a lot to do with the way the film's edited, which seems to happen a lot. It seems like the one of the first drafts of editing usually isn't that great, and so some of the early test screenings don't screen don't test that well. So, oh uh, yeah, hopefully, like it. I really hope it's not. As bad as some people are saying, I hope they're able to fix it with editing because, you know, uh, I feel like Bumblebee was a really good kind of soft reboot springboard for the Transformers franchise, and I really don't want to see them digress into, you know, what they became the last two or three movies, Um, so hopefully this is actually a good edition and kind of a good, like, re almost restart to the Transformers live-action movie franchise, but I guess we'll see. But that is all the news I wanted to cover. So for this episode, I sat down with my friends Zach and Bryce. We actually did a podcast uh, a while ago about the Book of Boba Fett when that show wrapped, but they're two of my most uh, Star Wars uh, proficient friends. So I thought that it would make sense to have them on the podcast, but without further ado, let's talk about the Mandalorian season three. Today, I am joined by my two friends, Zach and Bryce. Hello. Um, yeah, today we're going to be talking about the Mandalorian season three, which wrapped up a couple weeks ago. Now, before we start talking about Mandalorian season three, there is some newish like. Think this yeah this came out just yesterday i guess temora morrison talked to um the independent i think and he basically talked about the book of boba fett and how the mandalorian kind of like stole stole his show <laughs> um okay no so he was actually talking to comicbook.com this is in an interview with comicbook.com and He said, I was supposed to be in The Mandalorian season three, but nobody rang me. So I guess he was told or expected to be in the third season and wasn't. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he said, I was waiting for the phone call in New Zealand, waiting and wanting to give up. Uh, Then he said, um, they asked him about Pedro Pascal's appearance in the book of Boba Fett as The Mandalorian. And he said, well, that Mando guy stole a few chapters of my book. I'm sure this guy uh, ruining my show, but I couldn't say anything. I'm not the writer, so I have to bear it, I guess. So, mm. so I thought I thought that was kind of interesting, and like I can totally <laughs> see that. Um, yeah, though those yeah, episodes were good. Like it was like they easily could have just been in season three of the Mandalorian. I'm not really sure why they had to take up two whole episodes of the Book of Boba Fett just to have like the Mandalorian get some yeah. extra stuff. So I can totally see why he'd be upset about that. And I was kind of expecting him to be in season three. So I mean, I feel like considering yeah. Mandalorian was in two like three whole episodes of his show i feel like he could have at least been in one episode yeah. of season three so i don't know what happened there but um yeah i just he better be in the freaking movie they're doing with the dave filoni movie if he's not i'm gonna be pissed Just <laughs> forget about him again <laughs> yeah right they're like oh yeah oh yeah that, that's right that like er, kind of I'm everybody's sure. favorite for the last three. Decades. Oh yeah, I kind of forgot about him. No <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's talk about the Mandalorian season three. So, Zach, what were your overall thoughts of this season?
1: Overall thoughts. Um, I think the beginning half of the season was a little weak, um, compared to the last uh, last two seasons of the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, because season one started off really strong as well as season two. Yeah, and season two ended really strong. Um, but I just think overall, half of it was very just drawn out and filler. And mm-hmm. then the rest was just like the actual story that we wanted.
0: Yeah. Oh, whoops. Yeah. Uh, what did you think, Bryce?
1: I mostly
3: agree yeah. with what uh, Zach said. I, uh, definitely stronger in the second half, definitely going off on adventures that we don't entirely care about and yes yeah, yeah not having not having a like a bigger bad like i get mm-hmm. bringing getty back but i mean at the same time eh?
0: yeah i feel like yeah, considering he's been the main villain for literally every season, mm, <laughs> it felt yeah. a little bit, you know, uh, lazy to just have him come back. Granted, he is kind of, you know, he was kind of like in his final form or whatever you want to call it, yeah, you right. know, and, and I always love seeing, you know, Giancarlo Esposito, you know, in, in the role, but if he shows up again, I'm going to be pretty mad just because that's kind of lazy, <laughs> you know, just be like, oh, he keeps coming back, you know. Yeah. I don't um, mind his character at all. No, yeah, I, right, no right. I, I like his character and he's a, he's a, he's a cool villain. Like he's kind of more like a gentleman, like v- villain, you know, he's not like sure. a Palpatine kind of guy. He seems more like, you know, an, an aristocrat almost, even though he's, you know, you know, um, an Imperial, but which a lot of Imperials kind of are, to be honest. Yeah, Like, yeah. like even um Moff, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin was very much like an aristocrat type Person, But yeah, I I definitely agree. I feel like the first half set up a lot of stuff that either like didn't really pay off or they like did finish what they were, you know, what they introduced. It just wasn't that like great. You know, I agree. Um, I think the last like there were some awesome stuff in this season and the I think the last two episodes were really cool. But yeah, overall, it was just kind of like all over the place. And I feel like there wasn't as like interesting a story, I guess. Um, 100%. Yeah, I I am glad that they didn't drag out Mando like um, redeeming himself or whatever for the whole season. I feel like that would have been really boring. (laughs) I didn't expect it so early on. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was the first or second episode. I think it was the second episode. I think second, was the episode. second yeah, yeah. 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 Which yeah, speaking of episodes, we're going to break down just kind of every episode starting with the first one. So, first one, um it's called The Apostate. Uh yeah, I know um you <laughs> you sent in our group chat, Zach, that you were uh, thoroughly disappointed with that episode. You were very mad. <laughs> yeah. Um I,
1: just one one thing I do want to say about uh, yeah. going back to Moff Gideon for a second. Yeah. yeah. Um, if he does come back, we need a line that's just like somehow Moff Gideon.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like they did. They in, introduced the whole cloning thing, so they yeah could just lean on that like a crush. Like, well, it's actually a clone of him, and he's force yeah. sensitive now. But then I feel like you would have to like bring in like a Soaker, somebody to actually be able to fight him if he's force sensitive. Yeah. Um. So yes,
1: episode one. I was pretty disappointed by and that mm. was because if you look at the other season premieres of the mm-hmm. Mandalorian they were pretty good yeah like season two started with Cobb Vance yeah that and, that was really cool yeah and season one season one beginning was just all about bounty hunting and mm-hmm. finding Grogu so yeah. that was really cool because at the end of the episode we realized there was another Yoda species right um but with this episode I feel like they put in the pirates as just like I guess an afterthought I also there was no Hondo Onaka either. So oh we're gonna, we're that's gonna be a good putting point. pirates in live action. So yeah, that's you gotta, fair. You gotta have Hondo in my and opinion. He,
0: and he and he doesn't really like he hasn't like died canonically no. or anything, has no, he? He's so still, he's still around. Yeah, yeah con- that that would have been better.
1: Since yeah, Galaxy's Edge is canon, he's still mm-hmm. alive by the time of the resistance. So Oh, shoot, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So um I thought I, I thought I didn't really like the Um, effects that they like they did a lot of practical effects which i i appreciate Mm -hmm. but the main pirate like that was on the ground i don't remember what his name was but oh yeah look he looked kind of off Mm -hmm. like something about him just wasn't right like it it just seemed very artificial and like not like supernatural as it should be it's like when grogu flips
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah that's like one of the main things where it's like i feel like the practical effects maybe they didn't have to adhere to it in every shot yeah. you know because it does just sort of look like he they just sort of like throw the puppet up in the air like i feel like they could have like gotten away with some cgi there and worked yeah. better <laughs> yeah
1: true um and i just uh, honestly yeah, like talking about the pirates i think like Gorian shard was just kind of like it, he have you ever
0: heard of him before i no. haven't no i think i think he's an original to the series yeah, so you, you mean like the swamp looking dude yeah yeah, yeah, man, yeah. man thing yeah yeah right <laughs> yeah
1: yeah um yeah i just felt like he had no bearing on the story other than to be like damn you mandalorian yeah. <laughs> like yeah that well yeah kind
0: of it like he he returns later but he ends up just kind of being you know yeah, off gideon's puppet
1: yeah and he well he's only in for two whole episodes the first episode mm-hmm. we just see him get mad and then the second episode we the second episode he's in we just see him die he just, so. he just gets killed yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah that's fair felt like
3: side quests when uh yeah. all we care about is main yeah. story especially yeah. for like an eight season or an eight episode season yeah. like i feel like i would have been totally okay with some of these episodes had we had you know 12 yeah episodes or whatever
0: yeah i, um, I I am starting to feel like some of these shows should be a little longer, like even 10 episodes would have been better. Like I yeah. feel like they're kind of yeah. made the feels by the end of the season, they're kind of rushing, you know, to yeah. finish it.
3: No, I, yeah, that's mostly what it feel, felt like to me. It's just yeah. like, it's kind of like a side questing thing.
0: Like, Oh, we yeah. got some
3: loose ends to tie up. Oh, Oh, you know, we got to do this and finish this or, and then add yeah. subplots that we're not going to do stuff with
0: i kind of i kind of feel like 80 percent of this season was kind of a side quest it almost felt like just a setup yeah. for seasons for c yeah. for season four in a way
3: I, I, yeah i agree but
0: at the same time well like we'll get to that when we get to episode eight but at the same time i feel like it also almost made like a potential ending to the series when there's it's clear they're not going to you know yeah so that was kind of interesting but yeah any more thoughts on, the, on episode one it, there wasn't a whole lot to... <laughs> uh, IG. Yeah, right, IG. Oh, that, that was oh. interesting, and it felt like it took them forever to actually pay that off.
3: Yeah, and yeah. I actually, I, I thought it was just going to go nowhere after the second episode. I, I kind of like, did, oh. too. I was like, okay, well, I was kinda <laughs> yeah, that the was kind of lame. Yeah. The whole not... episode dedicated to, not a whole episode, but you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, let's bring <laughs> him back, but not really. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, it's like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: That was my only yeah. gripe in the first, like, my sure. major gripe.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, it was, like, all right. It was entertaining, I guess, but it wasn't, like, as good as the other season premieres. Sure. I like the
3: Pirates' as characters, but I think I agree with Zach. Yeah, they were... Been, like, they shouldn't have been, like, primary.
0: And they were very, like, yeah. one-dimensional, which... Yeah. Uh... yeah, of
3: course, the Pirates. I mean, what do you expect? Right, which
0: like... I think would have been better if they just had been in that one episode, but then they bring them back later, so it just kind of like, but you also just yeah. don't care. We <laughs> also... A-
3: Sorry, yeah. That. No, you're good. Also, like Zach said, if it was Hondo, it would have been completely different. Yeah. It, it, like if they would have used pirates, yeah, all good. Mm-hmm. But use Hondo,
0: right? I mean, it it, it it could have kind of been like a Cad Bane moment, you know, from you know, not like as crazy, but like in the book of Boba Fett when he shows up, that yeah. could have been like really fun. Because no. like I feel like though I do commend them this season for not relying on fan service for the most part. I feel like. You know, there weren't really any like very many like hype moments like the other seasons had like yeah, like season For two it. especially had like Ahsoka Boba Fett came back you know there was like the yeah. lightsaber like all, like Bo Katan all that stuff you know and even yeah. book of Boba Fett had um you know
1: Luke and Ahsoka oh right right right
0: Luke too yeah and and Cad Bane yeah. so yeah, yeah I feel like they they definitely didn't do a whole lot with this but it was I feel like the story wasn't good enough to warrant that like Andor like Andor didn't have any of that, but it's so well written that you don't care. You know, I feel like this season was like the writing was like, okay, but it wasn't, you know, there wasn't any like hype moments that like made up for it, you know, but yeah, moving on to episode two. Uh, so this is the one where Din Djarin gets captured by that weird creature when he's going that guy to try was so and find cool. the <laughs> the mind. I loved anime. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was weird. He was like a little dude in like this animatronic um, suit thing. Yeah, he was like a an little brain guy. And he was, started roasting yeah. Din Djarin over his spit. <laughs> and I felt like it was kind of funny that like they had, B- Bo-Katan was basically just like depressed. <laughs> she just like sitting on on her throne, like nobody wants me as her leader. I'm just gonna yeah. sit here. And mm-hmm. then Grogu's like, "Oh well, then jarn's gonna be eaten." She's like, "Oh shit!" And she like, you know, <laughs> and, and, and and that kind of spring. She gets springs into action, you know. But it was yeah. very cool seeing her use the dark saber because it's so clear she's way better yeah. at using yeah. it. Yes,
3: yes, of course. I like the. I forget the race of the creatures, but the the creatures when he first enters the cave on Mandalore. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Local, what oh Alamites, those are Alamites. Alamites yes. Oh, okay. yeah, dude, those guys were cool. I
2: thought.
0: Yeah, yeah, thought those. They were cool yeah, too. they. Yeah, 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 they were pretty cool. Again, this episode felt like, I felt like maybe the first two episodes could have been combined, and in, in like maybe like sh- shortened some stuff. Like I feel like they were kind of long for how much happened in them. Yeah. Um, yeah but like like it was a fine episode and we did get to see dinjar you know bathe in like the sacred pool or whatever um one thing i will say about that part is
1: once he falls into the water if you look at all the plot synopsis and you read mm-hmm. about him mm-hmm. he doesn't get pulled under he falls under yeah it's a he, drop off
0: yeah that's yeah that's what i so, figured yeah so but the thing is is it, can he not swim well, yeah, but the armor is kind of heavy. I think. Yeah, but idea. even Bo
1: Katan was able to go down with the jetpack and bring him back up. That's true. Did he have his jetpack on? I don't think he did. That's probably so. why. Then
0: <laughs> probably probably why. He probably just sinking. Then... Probably can't swim. Yeah, <laughs> he probably just can't swim. <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean that that. Speaking of that, though, that was really cool to actually see a real life mythosaur. Yes which I mean, didn't as far as we knew w- what I said, didn't have
1: a great payoff.
0: No, it didn't, but it was, it, it was cool to see, cool. but yeah, like it would have been cool to see it like out of the water, which we never yeah. got to see. Mm-hmm. Um, But maybe we'll see more of that in season four, but it's cool to know that they actually are still alive, which up to this point, we kind <clears> of <throat> thought they weren't at this point. At least the Mandalorians didn't.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, more And I, honest. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. So that was cool. But uh, yeah, episode three. So this was an interesting one that I felt like didn't really go (laughs) anywhere. Anywhere? Yeah, like I found it really interesting. while I was watching it and I felt like there was going to be more of a payoff throughout the season. But I feel like the only reason that it existed was just like to show that. um, What's her face? Um, Kane? alia kane yeah. you know was still bad though and and working with moff Ghani, yeah. it seemed i think like it that just was,
3: showed some of the inner workings of the new republic and
0: yeah which, that, which i thought was all cool and which all. i do yeah right exactly and but i love like being payoff i love showing Coruscant, like I, I love when they show Coruscant, especially after the prequel era mm-hmm. um that that's always really cool but i yeah but like if they had had more to it later on, but like they didn't even really—they barely mentioned the doctor again. I guess we just assume he got his brain fried, <laughs> and that's yeah, like again, the, side that yeah, and I that's like says. the end of him. Yeah, so like, I found that episode really interesting, but it just felt like it opened more doors than it like intended to actually like close. <laughs> I guess. Yeah,
1: I actually really—I in- won't lie—I actually really enjoyed the episode because yeah. I thought it was a good mm-hmm. lore dump for oh, yeah, what happened to the imperials after the civil war because yeah like, i really that, like that too yeah because honestly like we we haven't other than legends we haven't gotten a ton of lore of what happened to like yeah regular people in the empire and it was just really cool to see exactly how the new republic was integrating them but also trying to destroy all the good stuff that the empire did have mm, so yeah, it's that's like a good point yeah yeah so I thought that was I thought that was a good lore dump.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I liked it for all the lore dumping and it, like all that kind of stuff was r- really cool and kind of expanding the universe. I r- I really liked. Um I kind of expected it to go m- more with like I don't know. It, it just kind of like ended. I felt like it was a little nebulous too. I, I, like you didn't really know why exactly she fried his brain, I guess cuz he's like new about like the whole cloning he was yeah. like their main cloning guy, but I felt like that was a little bit left, a little bit too much to, you know, yeah. All, speculation. Up,
1: I feel like that part also showed that the really the New Republic wasn't that much above the Empire in yeah, terms a, of yeah. what they did to people. That's because true. like yeah. that was that was a classic thing the Empire did wiping people's minds. We saw that with Crosshair yeah. um, and the Bad Batch, yeah. And like it's just like it. It just shows that. Although the New Republic are the good guys, they're not above doing stuff that the Empire did.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point too. Yeah. Uh and I'm trying to remember, was like I think the Mandalorian was kind of in that episode, but barely. Like yeah, I they think even it was do like, that it was almost
3: an hour long. I think forty minutes of it was
0: Yeah. Um, oh, oh yeah, that's right. Cause I've, um at the at the very end, Bo he he brings katan back to his covert. Yes. and they're like, "Well, you're one of us now." Oh yeah, you, you know, and oh, and and yeah. the, and, the, and that was kind of the, the development for them. In that. Oh, they
3: fought the 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 fucking alligator guy, the sea monster. Yeah. Are you
0: are
1: you talking about like that cool. pterodactyl thing? Oh, I got him so, mixed up then. Yeah, that's yeah, episode yeah. four. What the frick, Bryce? Damn. I'm sorry.
0: You're ruining the whole flow. God. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, speaking of episode four, let's get to episode four. Um, Yeah, so I think my favorite part of this episode was easily seeing, finally seeing, like, who rescued Grogu and how he got the hell yeah. out of the temple? Jar Jar Binks. It was Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, everyone thought he was a Sith. He was actually a Jedi. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was cool, and actually, in seeing another angle of Order sixty six and the the storming of the Jedi Temple.
1: I I won't lie, when they brought when they did another Order sixty six scene, I was kind of just like, all right it's yeah it's it's honestly i feel like at this point it's getting old dave filoni everything he works on is like has to be order 66 and he directed him and john Favreau directed this episode oh so like i'm not shocked that he did it but like it's just like dave filoni really tries to hammer home order 66 yeah and like they've been trying to i feel like in Also, in Kenobi, Falundi didn't really work on that, but in Kenobi, too, they also tried to hammer that home. And it was just like, we get it, I guess. It was just like, but I I do get why they showed it to show how Grogu escaped.
0: Right. Yeah. They kind of had to. Yeah. And yeah, I'm kind of glad that it wasn't anybody we knew necessarily. Uh, yeah, because like, some people were like, oh, it's Mace Windu. Like, how the fuck? No, you know, so I'm I'm kind of <laughs> glad it was, you know, just a random Jedi. And I'm kind of like he was kind of badass, honestly, the way he took on all those clones and just like switched from, you know, sw- switch styles from like a one, one like one lightsaber to using two and stuff. That was pretty cool. I kind of like now now I kind of want to see how it went from like him having Grogu to Grogu being like, you know, a bounty. You know, I'm kind of interested, like how the hell that happened. Yeah, but yeah, his his, his name was Kilaran Beck in this. But yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool to see Ahmed best um, get his in... redemption arc. Yeah, because like he got so much shit for Jar Jar. Which like even even if you don't like Jar Jar, like holy hell, people come. Yeah. I
1: also thought it was cool that we did get to see um, the new the Naboo guards on the platform when they picked up. Because yeah, they were the that, that was Brogu. interesting. That I was surprising. That. I honestly that didn't shock me because I know out of all the factions, like part of the Star Wars universe, the most sympathetic towards the Jedi is probably Naboo. True, that is because true. because I mean, in Episode One, the whole reason Naboo still is not under Federation control is because yeah. of the Jedi. So yeah,
0: yeah, and he even he said <clears throat> something like he's he was going to take Grogu Gro- Gro- Gro to a friend. So like, do you think he's? Um, from Naboo, that jedi possibility yeah cuz like and i even noticed his robes were a little more ornate than your average jedi yeah. and the, <laughs> the nabu seemed to have like a lot of fa- like fancy clothes as kind of their thing yeah so kind of wouldn't surprise me but yeah what what thoughts did you have on this episode Bryce awesome all right pretty good <laughs> 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 all right m- m- moving on now
3: yeah, no, I I mean, I, I as I've always said, I, I enjoy watching any of it. Yeah. You know, um, sure. the flashback is probably the highlight. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, and, and then we actually had that t- pterodactyl thing, which was yeah. kind of cool because yeah. I feel like it gave Pad Visla more development too. Like, he yes. has a son. And it, and it kind of – because he, he – like, since – I mean, not not at first, but they've seen. He and Din Djenjarnov seem to kind of have like a strained relationship since, you know, he challenged him for the dark saber. Yes, and I thought it was kind of cool that 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 seems to be mended a lot because you know Din and Bo saved Padvisla's sons, So now he kind of like owes them, you know. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. And, but by the way, this episode was directed by Carl Weathers. Who? Oh yeah.
1: Sorry, I meant written by Felony.
0: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Who is... Everyone flying. Which, um, he plays, um... Grief Karga. Yeah. In this series, so... It's
1: interesting. It is cool sometimes to see the actors work on the yeah. show that
0: they're in. Right, plus, <laughs> holy hell, what the hell is that? Was that... Was Yeah, I think, I think we got some interference on your end, bro. TIE Fighter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
3: Someone's mowing outside. Oh, what an! I'll asshole. stay
0: muted until they're gone. Doesn't he know we're trying to record a podcast? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> God, it's All right, Yeah, there he is. <laughs> exactly. there so, there episode is. five. Yeah, so I think this was one of the like only like real cameos in this show was um what the hell is his name? Um, Zeb. Yeah. So, Yeah. So, yeah. When when he showed up, I'm like, how do I know that face? I was like, oh yeah, he's in Rebels, right? But then at first, I thought maybe it was like a, a guy from the same. Race. Yeah. But but like then he too. talked, and it was so obviously Steve Bloom, who did the voice of him in Rebels.
1: I honestly, so, I I recognize Steve Bloom and like everything that he's in. And I did oh, not yeah. recognize the voice at first. Oh, really? Honestly, I won't lie.
0: Well yeah, I mean it took a few lines for me to be like it sounds like the same guy, but I I couldn't remember that he put on like a, a British accent kind of in the Yeah, show that is it.
1: also true.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I thought this episode was I'm trying to remember like what even happened in this episode
2: to be honest I with thought the chair,
3: whole like chasing oh, down yeah. the ter- yeah, the the, the that pterodactyl was... type was kind of cool. The the scenes with them yeah. camping out were pretty cool. Climbing that was the last tower. episode, Bryce. Do we move on? Yeah, yeah. fuck. God damn distracted me.
0: No, you're fine. Yeah, no, no, yeah, it's fine. (laughs) No, I mean, if you want to talk more about episode four. Oh, no, continue. All right, split six. So, yeah, episode five. Yeah, so we, we got to see more of kind of the inner workings of the New Republic, which was pretty interesting. And we got to see the return of this. Guy who just keeps popping up in this minor role, Captain Carson Tiva, Carson Tiva, which he just keeps showing up. But he actually got something to actually do this episode, mm. um, which was kind of cool. And I, I did like the whole like I, I just kind of like the classic. It, It, it is kind of like a um, classic Hollywood in this thing where you have like, you know, a, a town. That's being raided by whatever insert bad guy, and then you have champions come in and help them. I'm kind of a sucker for that storyline, so I did really enjoy that. Um, you know, the pirates attacking Navarro, and then all the Mandalorians show up. Which, speaking of all the Mandalorians, I, I loved the probably my favorite part of the season is how many freaking Mandalorians were in this season. Like I think Agreed. the closest we got to was like the first half of season one, you know, with Din Djarin's covert. But since then, we haven't really seen that many Mandalorians in one place. Now we have like this huge, this whole huge covert. I really liked seeing, like, it, it felt very Mandalorian centric this season, which I did appreciate. Agree. Um, but yeah, and it was kind of interesting seeing that one guy, Captain Tiga or whatever um, Tiva um going and kind of he's like well i can't really you know (laughs) the i can't really get any um republic support but you know your friends in trouble so have fun but then he just kind of like went away i kind of expected him to show up and like help but i guess he wasn't gonna go in if he was gonna be by himself which i mean fair enough but yeah so that was kind of interesting but yeah so we saw the return of the pirates and they just kind of got their asses whooped no their ship was, was cool yeah, yeah, the ship was pretty cool. I like do the agree. big the, the yeah. big ship, but yeah. freighter. Um and we got to see some pretty cool dogfight action in this episode. Oh, yeah. Um which which was fun. And, and I I did really like the idea that um Grief Karga gave them <clears throat> some property on no- no- Navarro to kind of like <laughs> have their covert be there, you yes. know, instead of like hiding out all the time. That 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 was actually kind of cool. Yes. And, and and also the armorer actually uh, had Bo-Katan take off her helmet. That was interesting. I was not expecting that, but I kind of liked her, um, you know, perspective. She was like, it's better, you know, that all of us stick together instead of us, you know, being divided by stupid rules, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool.
3: <clears throat> also, because um, the armorer's got to know who Bo-Katan is, but Bo-Katan don't actually, doesn't actually know who...
0: They well, must yeah. have known
3: each, like, known each other, but oh. Tan probably doesn't remember, you know? Well,
0: I mean, I, I, I guess that's possible, but it seemed like um, the armorer, you know, she's from this really kind of out-there sect of Well, the she said she, she's
3: been to the mines. That's true. That's and true. She, she's, I mean, she's, yeah,
0: it's possible. Um, yeah. and I don't like know if I know she
3: worked them or tended them or whatever, but right? I remember her mentioning that well, she, she might. been... Yeah, yeah, she'd
0: been there. Yeah, she. she well, she, yeah, she mentioned the Great Forge, so like she must have been an armor <coughs> on Mandalore before it got before the Great Purge or whatever, right? Um, but yeah, I th- I thought that was pretty interesting, and it's the whole thing where like Bo's gonna re reun- or reunite all of the Mandalorians was kind of a cool setup. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, then we get into Episode Six, which had everybody's favorite yes. cameo from Lizzo no and jack black <laughs> no i was i was kidding about that. yeah right, that, right yeah that's true but yeah this is my boy there he is this um, uh,
1: episode in my opinion was probably the strongest except for maybe the last episode
0: yeah i yeah i saw a lot of people shitting on this episode because of like lizzo, lizzo and, and, and jack her black, yeah. and her playing that game with grogu and him like helping her out it's like OK, but like the rest of the episode was like an episode of Law and Order. It was really interesting. It was you know? really cool. It was
1: also really cool to see how Separatist droids were still used yes, long after exactly. the
0: war. Yeah, I, I loved seeing the Separatist droids again. And yeah, what, what you said, them being used as kind of like, you know, also um, s- servants and stuff.
1: Also, we finally have the switch in voice actors in live action for the battle droids. If you watch like episode one. Two, oh, or yeah. The, yeah. If you watch episode one or two and or three, their voices are not the same at all.
0: No. And, yeah. But
1: now we have the Clone Wars voice actor right. playing the battle droid, which just fits better because yeah. that's what we see with, with battle droids.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, like the the Clone Wars is like yeah. way longer than we yeah, see the, yeah. we, we see the droids so much. And yeah. in, in that series. So yeah, that 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 was cool and I I forget where Oh yeah, right. It it, it was the Christopher Lloyd character who yes. put that like code into the droids to have them rebel and everything which I thought it was all really cool. It was that chase scene was kind of, it was funny to see a super battle droid running, <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> like yeah. running away. Like
0: a, that was pretty cool. And Riding, even, jumping
3: over stuff.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. And Christopher Lloyd being in it, like his, like even though his character was barely in it, it was interesting, you know, that all that stuff. And yeah, I, I think that was one of the sh- strongest written episodes, um, despite I, the Lizzo cameo, when I, <laughs> which I, like wasn't that bad. Like if I it wasn't like, Lizzo, you know, and nobody would have cared. Yeah. I
1: feel like any episode that Bryce Dallas Howard does is mm. always just really good. Oh yeah, she did do that one, didn't she? Yeah, she's great. I, yeah, I, I, she's a very good director. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. I liked I like seeing the versatility of the B two battle droids mm-hmm. because like if we if you watch the Clone Wars or the movies, you see that they they just walk like this. Pew, 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 yeah, and like right, that's it, and like we never really see them do anything. No, but like this, like it just went to show like how advanced they really were and how yeah. like much like they could actually move and like how versatile they really were
0: yeah yeah which we used to see a little bit in like the clone wars i think yeah like, much much more than than the movies i think
1: yeah but um, not to like the extent of like this man was sprinting and jumping yeah, and like, right. doing he was crazy like stuff. he was like
0: doing parkour and stuff yeah that yeah. was yeah that was
2: that I was pretty crazy
0: it. Yeah, and and the the end was pretty cool too. We finally got to have Bo Katan like beat the shit out of Axe Woves and you know be like, you yeah, know, like, I'm the leader finally, you know. And then they're like, yeah, but she does have the Darksaber. And that was actually interesting because I saw some like fan theories or some like almost like jokes online when she got the dark saber, when she saved Din Djarin, people were saying like, well, she she defeated the, the, the thing that defeated Din Djarin, So technically she should have the dark saber. And it, and it yeah. just seemed like this fan thing, but then they're like, no, no, that's actually correct.
3: You know, yeah. she, she I wish is... they wouldn't have
0: waited. Yeah. I, I feel I, like no, I
3: didn't, I didn't think that was a good time to do it. Right. But, I f- like, feel by like by the way, right after right, you I... beat him,
0: uh, he, she technically wins it. Right. He could have done it like right after she saved him. You know, he's like, Well, this is technically yours now, but Yeah. I feel uh, like it would I... have
1: carried more weight. Honestly, I wasn't a fan of Vokdan getting the Darksaber back. Although she's the mm-hmm. rightful ruler of Mandalore by blood. Yeah. Um, like she has lost the Darksaber so many times. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous, honestly. So like when Dinjarin got it. I mean, I was really it's,
0: it's only been once. It's just they've just dragged it out because Sabine yeah, true. G- gave it to her and then Moff Gideon t- took it from her. Yeah. But it's been dragged out so much, it feels like, so, so many more times. Yeah. You know?
1: Like, it's just she's had it so much. It's, it's just like... Yeah. I feel like Din Djarin, like, as the main character, like, and, like, his buildup and everything as a character, he should have been, like, the one to bring them together instead of Bo-Katan. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I see where you're coming from. I feel like he's not, like, the leader of Mandalore type, though. Mm. Like, he's very much more, like, you know, just more of a lone bounty hunter type person. Even even though he is with the covert, it's, like, for him, he, like, has team ups, but it's mostly just him and Grogu, Yeah. Um, I feel like Bo is the better, like, leader. I feel like she fits the role better. She's kind of, like, prepared for it, like, most of her life, too. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like if they had had Din actually be able to (laughs) use the Darksaber better, I feel like it would have been, you know, I feel like it would have made more sense for him to keep it. But considering, like, he never really, like, which I feel like they could have had an arc where he learned how to use it. You know, but they never did that. So at that point, we never really got to see him use it at its full capacity anyway. Um, That's true. But it kind of would have been cool if they did. But considering how much weight they put on the freaking Darksaber and they're all like, whoa, whoever has the Darksaber is the leader. Yeah. You know, it's like, but which is kind of weird because they they didn't accept Injarn as their leader. Because I I guess because he's an outsider, kind of. You know, he's part of like the weird, like, mega rule oriented sect, you know i feel like I it know. was a
3: good compliment though i feel like it would have been nice to carry out having him carry the dark saber for a little while mm-hmm. while bo Katan already has like the respect aspect and has like the blood aspect i feel mm-hmm. like it would have been nice to kind of like carry it out a little longer like just been in, like a partnership yeah. and still like a, a still coming together to join forces type thing if that makes any sense
0: yeah, yeah it did feel like like considering how long they kind of dragged this whole thing out they feel like it was resolved pretty quick. It was just kind of like, you're like, oh, well, I'm going to beat the crap out of you. Like, oh, but you still don't have the dark saber. (laughs) Yes, you do. You know?
3: Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
0: Considering how much, like since they've been doing it since like the third episode of like season two. This right. has been an issue and they, you know, it keeps, you know, I felt like that was a little bit re- resolving a little bit too quickly, but at the same time, I kind of am glad it's over because it was getting a little annoying, just like, mm-hmm. you know, like, Oh, Bo-, Bo Bo Katan's the rifle leader, but she had she, she, she doesn't have the dark saber. So screw her, you know, Yeah, like they just kind of kept Tactical doing that. knockout. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. So we're on episode seven. Yes, sir. Yeah, where we finally get to see the two or Mandalorian. Skinny. You gotta
1: show Skinny Pete.
0: Yeah, that, that was funny. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> I, I did not expect that. I was not and, expecting him either. What, he's like the third character now to be from Breaking Bad to be in the Mandalorian. Is it the what, third? You,
1: you got Giancarlo. Yeah, I feel like there's another Wilbert. one. Skinny Pete. B- Bilber,
0: right, yeah. That's Bilber, I was, yeah. I was, yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, give me one second. Star so Wars, I'm... Breaking Bad. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, there he is. man. Yeah, the Mandalorian. Yeah, so.
2: <laughs> ah!
0: Yeah, so that was cool. I did not expect that, and that was episode. Which episode was that? That was episode seven. Oh, it was okay. 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 Cool. Yeah. So we we finally get to see them come together, and there is some t- tension, but it's cool to see the two sex of the Mandalorians like, kind of coming together and joining as one giant, like, Covert, basically, and they actually got to go back to Mandalore, and I was not expecting there to be, like, survivors there, but that was kind of cool that there were, and they were able to show them, like, through the mines and everything, and then Moth... Also cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the little, like... Solar
3: sail-type landrider thing.
0: It reminded me a little bit of um, Jabba's Barge. It's, like, a really small version, but just, like, the same concept of having, like, a yeah. sail barge like speeder type thing yeah I mean, and then the
3: encounter with that large creature they kind yeah. of threw it astray and destroyed it immediately
0: <laughs> yeah right yeah <laughs> i forgot about that
3: yeah yeah,
0: yeah so that was that and we got we also got to see more moff gideon and he was like ha- hanging out um and talking to all those, those other imperial guys also got which... to see um ig12 yeah when wasn't yeah and grogu used him as like a suit yep that was actually kind of cool though to actually. Cool. See Grogu like be able to like move on his own besides just no, like floating no, around.
3: No. No. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, and that too like him,
0: <laughs> him, him kind of being able to talk in in a way even though he, he only say yes and no. You can
3: tell he like completely understands like the people around yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah, right?
0: which which we kind of already suspected but just from, right. like that being con- con- confirmed was cool. Yeah, exactly. Um but I feel like uh the empire is a little bit more like the remnants of the empire are a little more organized than I previously thought. Like I kind of just thought it was like a few like scattered and like mom off getting was one of the like yeah. scattered, but they, they, they have like a whole like, you know, zoom call going on with, yeah. like, all, with like all the <laughs> leaders. And even yeah. like, I, I guess it was like general Hux's dad or something. Yeah. Which fun fact, um, they're actually brothers, the two actors. The guy oh, really? who plays his dad and, uh, yeah, what's his f- <laughs> Brian Gleason and Donald G- Gleason is the guy who plays Hux, um, in the sequels. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, that was a
1: cool, I, honestly, I won't lie, that was a cool little like drop. I was just like, oh, hey, that guy's that's, yeah, yeah, right. I was, I was like, that's come. The sequels might not be great, but I mean, it was just like a little nod to him. And I was like, yeah, that's cool.
0: Right. And it kind of leads into this becoming the first order. Yes. You know, yeah. which, which I feel like um, is going to be a big thing, like a big um, focus of the crossover movie they're going to do. I feel like is going to be them fighting the Empire. But I feel like it's going to be shown that like this is going to turn into in, into the First Order. in twenty yeah, like, some years.
1: I I feel like because we watched um, uh, the best car troopers. Yeah, uh, the best car stormtroopers come in, but they. On like their design looked more like First Order stormtroopers, especially the helmet. That is yeah. true, yeah. And like also with the Praetorian guards at the end of the episode, yeah, they if, they looked
0: a lot like Snopes. they,
1: yeah, they looked it well. Uh, also, if you look at the back of their armor, it has mm-hmm. like that circle and then like the the two, which is like the exact same on First Order armor and the exact same on the regular Praetorian guards armor, right? Which was cool because it's just like it, it really did, does does show how the First Order was starting yeah basically like right after the events of return of the jedi
0: right yeah i think that's and, and it, and it kind of like builds a bridge between or at least starts to but yeah. between like the empire and the first order you know yes because yep. i felt like when when the sequels came out it just kind of be like oh by the way there's this first order you know like right. it, it was obvious they came from the empire but there didn't really seem to be much of a segue because yeah they're a 30-year th- time jump you know yeah plus they didn't plan those sequels they also were
3: like an type thing for the entirety yeah. of the gap right?
0: Right, but yeah. they weren't, yeah, that they were doing a lot of mess up. Yeah, no.
1: we, um, also, what's his, oh, I just completely, I lost train of thought. Um, sorry, oh, yeah. Thrawn, Thrawn, Thrawn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thrawn, Thrawn. Right. Uh, they mentioned Thrawn by name, which isn't the first yeah, time that was they they did it, yeah. they did it in season two as well, so it was like, where's Thrawn? Mm-hmm. So right, it, but we
0: didn't know if he was, like, still, like, we didn't know if he was technically, like, he wasn't mentioned by the actual like Imperial remnants. It was a yeah So yeah, it wasn't clear if he's still connected to the empire at this point or, you know, yeah.
1: yeah I'm honestly not shocked that he still is. Cause they're obviously yeah. doing the heir to the empire story. Yeah. So at least I a, mean,
0: a loose adaptation. Oh
1: yeah. A loose part of it. I mean like they even drop it in the Ahsoka trailer. It's just, like, yeah. he's the heir to the empire or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, that's true. Yeah. So like i think it was cool to mention thrawn i think mm-hmm. it would have had more of a payoff though if we actually finally got to see thrawn
0: that that would have been a perfect end credit scene and it would have gone into the ahsoka show exactly really it would have, well. it would have yeah. really just
1: like bridged those two together and be yeah. like this is what's happening next but yeah i think them mentioning thrawn was pretty cool but it also shows that how they're adapting legends
0: yeah because
1: thrawn in legends was the basically the only person to bring the empire back to the state it was almost right and he he really organized it and pulled it all together so like i'm really excited to see where that goes with that with him Mm. and like the um, uh soka show because he's he's easily the strongest general within the imperial ranks yeah
0: yeah I feel like they're not going to defeat him in this Ahsoka show, and he's going to be like a carryover, like big bad for the movie. I'm thinking.
1: Yeah, that would that would honestly that would make a lot of sense. Uh, Thron's too uh, honestly Thron is too big of a character, despite his his lack of appearances. Mm-hmm. He's still a very integral part to what happens after the Empire. Right. So i I can't see them killing him off, especially no. when especially like if they're bringing him into live action for the first time, they're going to want to bank on that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. W- which I think is cool. They're using the same voice actor. Yes. Um, Lars yes. Mickelson. I-, I like that. They're doing that a lot, bringing the voice actors from the animation. That's the actually
1: actual- one of the problems I have with the casting of Rosario Dawson. Yeah. It is Ashley Eckstein could do a perfectly fine job as live action Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. I also feel like she looks more like Ahsoka. Like, I think but she's short, that's the thing.
0: But, like, she isn't Ahsoka short? So, so is Ahsoka, but, yeah, like, exactly. she hasn't really done a whole lot of live action. Yeah,
1: and I guess Katie she's, Sackhoff has, and... Katie Sackhoff definitely has, yeah. so has Lars Mikkelsen. Lars Mikkelsen so, so, so I
0: feel like the ones that have already crossed over between live action animation is the ones they're casting, because nobody else from Rebels got cast. Yeah, um, true, well, mean, except for Zeb. Yeah, which, I mean, I mean but he's I mean, still a CGI. Actor. Yeah, he's CGI, Yeah. So. And, like, and well, that makes more sense, too, because none of them actually look <laughs> like their characters in real life, really. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I Honestly, I, I don't mind Rosario Dawson, but I just, I just... It's kind of weird having her in the role sometimes.
0: Yeah, it definitely feels weird. I feel like the only reason it kind of works is because it's been so long. It's been so many years, I guess. But even then, it doesn't work because she's in Rebels. Yeah. And it's still Ashley Eckstein, so... Oh yeah yeah it, it is definitely a little weird sometimes but you know not too weird i guess i feel like we got sidetracked <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay well,
3: like... this is uh, to sidetrack further oh um, sick. all right yeah, yeah sorry um no, i'm no, actually no. just not sure um <laughs> so i'm assuming the dave Felonia movie is a ways out right so it's gonna yep. be probably another season of this a season or two of ahsoka
1: and then my guess would be like 2026, 20, 27. Yeah, they okay. they haven't
0: confirmed the dates yet, but they have confirmed a season four of Mandalorian. Okay. Um, and Ahsoka, I'm assuming, is probably going to be a limited series. I'm um, hoping that's
1: a one-off. Yeah, I feel like I it works best that. as
0: a one-off. I don't think it would work too well. To like Book of Boba going. Fett. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I was just curious. I wasn't sure.
1: Yeah. My guess, honestly, latest, I would say probably 2028.
0: Yeah, Got I'm thinking, well, but especially considering he's are supposed to put a cap on all of these, like, post-Return of the Jedi Disney Plus shows. Yeah. I feel like, they I, considering their popularity, I don't think they're going to rush to, like, end that whole um, yeah. story, which I'm kind of surprised they are. I kind of expect them to go on for eternity and, like, just kind of... Decline, you know. After yeah. a while, you know, yeah. season yeah. eighteen of the Mandalorian, you know, he's just like an old cripple, and gr- gr- Grogu is like, you know, trans or something. I don't know. But yeah, we were just about to say yeah. Say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Paz, <Vizsla's laughs> death was, was was that that scene was badass. So that was he that was. was really cool. Like he. Like he took on all of the um, stormtroopers, best, best storm and, troopers, or whatever. And then, and then the, Praetorian the Praetorian guards. guards. Like he I loved that his gun
3: overheated and he starts just beating them. Yeah, that, <laughs> was, awesome.
0: that was awesome. He was like, oh, yeah. I was overheated. Time Super to use this, my fist. Up. Yeah, he yeah. beat the Yeah, and I felt like, I don't know, I felt like it was a sacrifice. Like it wasn't just a random Mandalorian. That would have felt like, okay, who cares? You know, but he wasn't important enough that it felt like it, you know. I mean, they, they definitely could have taken a risk and like killed like Bo Katan or something, but oh like, yeah, I, don't I feel see like them doing I, that, I yeah. can't because Bo Katan needs a more fitting end. I feel like getting yes. killed by Praetorian guards is in Djarin a end. too. Like I was a little for a split second, I was scared they were gonna kill him off, and like how are they gonna have the Mandalorian show? Yeah, you know? Um but yeah, which yeah, I kind of I, I haven't mentioned this yet, but this is the only season we have not seen Pedro Pascal's beautiful face.
1: Um, yeah, it's because he hasn't done any of the mocap or not mocap. Sorry, the been ums, in the suit. Yeah, been in the suit. Like yeah. it's been, it's all been um voice work. All voice work, and also it's typically John Wayne's grandson that's under there.
0: Oh, okay. okay so that's, that's interesting. Yeah, so. yeah. That makes yeah okay, but yeah that that definitely makes sense. At least like the other seasons, he was barely in it, but he was definitely there for at least a couple. Um, you know scenes like in season two we actually saw his face twice yeah this one he was probably working on the last of us when they were filming this yeah that would be my guess so but he had time to do you know the voice work because especially nowadays people have discovered oh you don't actually have to come to the booth to record you can just do it at, at in your home you know so i feel like that's become a big thing now. Yeah, for voice actors' voice. Like works. you said, like you said, The Last of Us, who's
1: doing that at the time. My mm-hmm. guess is because he, as Joel, he needed the beard and everything, and like the that's g- more too. gray hair. So yeah. my guess was he couldn't really change that in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Especially since they're filming the second season of The Last of Us as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. He's he's got a pretty uh full full plate. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we still have one episode to go. Episode eight. I thought the action was dope as hell in this. Um, like, I liked the whole, like, sky battle between the Mandalorians and the Beskar Troopers. Um, I felt maybe the Moff Gideon fight was a little lacking. Um, for some reason, it just sort of, like, I don't know. Like, for some reason, even though it lasted longer, I kind of thought the fight uh, at the end of C- Season 2 was a little cooler. You know, but like, like when he had the Darksaber and um, Din Djarin at the spear... But what did, what did you guys think?
1: Um, I really liked his, um, <laughs> his
0: his 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 armor's dope. Yeah, his armor his
1: did also have the horns of, yeah, of like, Darth Maul's Death Watch, yeah, which was really cool. And that was I just, cool just like that's that's an interesting nod because that yeah. means he has some sort of knowledge on Darth Maul and Death Watch. Yes, yeah, which is really cool. And yeah. I th- like he the new incarnation of. The dark trooper was really awesome.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, like well, I mean, I was already talking about his armor, but mm-hmm. like that that was just that that was really cool. Um, it also showed how much it could increase your abilities as a fighter.
0: Yeah, that was interesting too. That like, was yeah, that was interesting. And even we like also, enhanced strength.
1: Yeah, enhanced strength and speed and stuff. And I like save like, resistance oh, as well, right? That well, yeah, yeah as, that just comes, comes Vesgar. with best though. Yeah um so that that was that was really cool i don't i on if you want my honest opinion i don't think mob gideon's dead
0: yeah i kind of um, felt that too which like mm-hmm. i i don't see how he survived but that's how it goes with all these things like if, if you don't see the body hell even if you do see the body you know
1: <laughs> yeah well thing is is he's wearing he's wearing the dark trooper armor yeah, yeah. and Here's i mean that's the, yeah that's best scar and like even though yeah. he was engulfed in flames i can't see how that how it would have killed him that fast especially when he's wearing that protective armor i feel like
0: if he comes back though like he did have his helmet off so he could just have oh that is true he he could just have anakin face if he comes back or something
3: well i heard a theory going around about him not having a mustache in that scene
1: yeah he didn't have a mustache and the clones didn't have a mustache so that must mean he's a clone
3: I oh, can see
1: that. I can see
0: that. Yeah. He at he, at he didn't time. have one this this whole season cuz this was him in like that Zoom call and he didn't have it. Yeah, okay. I, I wasn't I, sure I,
3: the validity of that theory. I
0: think th- I think they did probably just had him shave it off in prison and he just didn't grow it back, I think. That's yeah, probably true. the idea. Honestly,
1: I can see the th- I cannot I can understand the theory, but I think people might just be
0: thinking too much into it. Mm-hmm. And sure. I think he probably just shaved <laughs> <laughs> I think it is interesting that they have spent all this time on clones and then they destroyed them pretty easy. And honestly, yeah. I kind of thought that they were leading up to like, they wanted to use cloning to like bring back Palpatine. Yeah. But instead it was just Gideon's like, nah, just I Gideon, just, yeah. I, I just, I, I just want an army of me, but yeah. me, me with force. Me with force. Powers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I thought like, I don't know. I, I'm kind of glad it was more contained and it wasn't just like an excuse to, you know, have Palpatine be back later. Though, really? like, we we do know what's cloning, so it's not a big deal, but I feel like that makes a little more sense. But at the same time, it felt a little bit anticlimactic considering how much they have been leading up to the clones. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like the whole cloning, like, that's the whole reason they needed Grogu is to combine, right. like, his. Well, genetics. My thing
3: is, like, why have Pershing killed if. He he wasn't killed.
1: He wasn't killed. He was just mind-wiped. He had his his memories. Okay, yeah.
3: Yeah. Right, okay. So he's no longer needed or no longer useful for the cloning process. So Mm -hmm. has he learned enough from Pershing that he doesn't need him no more? Is that the thing? Or was it like a necessary thing? I think
1: think Pershing's involvement was to get Kane to, like, just get the bare necessities that they needed for Mm -hmm. it because okay. he was the only person that knew exactly what they needed for clone.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, and that was kind of the whole purpose Shift of thing. her tr- of her tricking him and him yeah. getting the right. okay. and then they I'm sure they didn't want him helping the new republic at all so they you know they just kind of wanted to tie up loose ends with yeah. him and wipe his brain so I guess that all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, okay, makes sense. What did you think of the dark saber getting destroyed? Uh Ugh not a fan not a
1: fan oh, it's too no. it's too big it, it has too much of an impact on mandalorian lore that mm-hmm. it's just like uh, it i was shocked off. yeah it pissed me <laughs> off too because like that's, it's such like a infamous weapon mm-hmm. and it's such a special weapon because there was only one mandalorian who was a jedi yeah and like yeah. that's where it came from and that's why it's special and then so when Moth Gideon's just like yeah. done,
0: it's just yeah. like
3: it was kind of a spit in the face. I mean yeah.
0: it, it 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 was kind of a like you know power move on Gideon's part. Yeah. You know? But and I and I wasn't even thinking of the lore. I'm just thinking like, but it's so cool. How can you destroy, you know? Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um but then again, they could fix it, I feel like, because it, it 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 just kind of got like bent. It's, yeah, but I mean, we don't, like don't know.
1: I mean, is is it possible that Gideon could have
0: destroyed the crystal inside as well, though? Yeah, that. that I mean, it seemed like it, it was just like the top that that yeah. got bent, but it, it, it going to go with
3: a Kylo thing and have it like a cracked
0: crystal thing. <laughs> oh like, yeah, like, right. yeah. You know, maybe that they're actually just change the style of cool. it. And like, yeah. it's already a very unique blade. It'd be interesting to see what it's like if it is cracked and it like it's like <clears> now it's all like on the fritz and stuff. i'm the fritz (laughs) they also brought
1: back uh ig11 at the end of this episode yeah that was yeah no he's he's the marshal i i I (laughs) actually the robot
0: right i mean i do kind of like it though because like when we did see him fight he was freaking insane so i feel like he does kind of work as the marshal you know yeah oh yeah no definitely i definitely
1: agree i think i going back to episode one i forgot to mention this earlier but like when they reboot him and like mm. he immediately starts to go after Grogu. That was yeah. a really cool scene to me because, that, like, yeah, that
0: was. Yeah. It
1: was kind of scary, honestly. Yeah. It I wasn't like, yeah. it wasn't people like, oh, oh, but like, it, it was just like creepy. It was just startling. Like, like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah. It was just like, that's, it's, he it was like a zombie. Mm-hmm. It was kind of, it was, yeah, that was really cool. So when they brought him back mm-hmm. and he's like, he's also got the martial colors yeah. and everything. Mm. And I thought that was really cool. But yeah. Uh, the one thing I do, uh, the one thing that did upset me was they there's like a throwaway line hmm. in episode one about where Gina Carano went.
0: Oh yeah, and I know. It's just
1: like it's just like no one ever explained it. Yeah, it was well, just, like, what it's they, just off doing stuff. What
0: do they even say? They, they I were forget, like, oh well, like the New Republic recalled her to go. somewhere. Yeah, special mission
3: or something, like, mission that. Or something yeah. like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, so that, that that was stupid. They, I, they sent her to, to the Daily Wire. She's hanging out there now. The Space <laughs> Daily Wire. Yeah, but I, I gotta say, like, all that to say, I really liked the actual ending of this episode yeah. where Din Djarin and Grogu have their own little, like, house. Uh, on no, 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 Navarro finally what? adopts him as well. Right, and that, yep. too, th- that was very cool. Now he's Din Grogu. I uh, um,
3: I don't know man I don't, I don't know how I felt about that either because you know? the armor was like kind of like he can't be uh well what do they say an apprentice
0: yeah an apprentice. because
3: yeah, he couldn't be an apprentice yet because he couldn't speak the creed and then he's mm-hmm. like well oh i guess i'll just adopt him and then uh i'll be as And father. everyone's like, like oh so, yeah that's, that's yeah, like, yeah. You're right they're like yeah, oh yeah. In well the span of like a minute and you're like oh
0: why didn't he just ha- like it, yeah it feels yeah, very
3: much true. like the dark saber being given to bo katan thing yeah it's I, like, well we need to clear this up so uh
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need some resolution with it, yeah, mean, I, it just yeah. didn't it didn't make sense because like she's just like no he can't be your apprentice he's not your son he's just like He's my son now, and then he's and just like, like, "Oh okay. well, I mean, what am I gonna do that about case. that?" I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm,
0: I am glad he had officially adopted him because I kind of felt like he already did kind of adopt him in in a way like already. But yeah, I feel like they didn't really need to like say officially. it though. No, it's yeah, it's true, it's true. They really didn't. So that yeah, that definitely felt a little bit like Ever,
3: after he left Luke, I felt like it was just like done and over with. You know, I yeah,
0: just, like, right. Yeah, okay, because Grogu made not... his
3: choice. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, felt like... I felt like it didn't need to be explained.
0: No, probably not. But, but uh
3: didn't they say that their uh, the armor gave him the goal of finding grogos
0: people isn't that yes
1: yeah, yeah. but that was just the Jedi
0: yeah that and, was just, that was a while ago that yeah. was like season yeah well so and, at
3: the end of this episode didn't she say go on have many journeys yeah
0: and- but not not to find his people just to like it was just so like yeah kind of like training him in in the field. I think is the idea. Like, yeah, just okay. like actually him being the apprentice, which I feel like sets it the season four where you're where they're back to doing like it's the just bounty Brogu hunter type and stuff, Mandalorian right. buddy yeah. cop show. Yeah, right. Which I mean, right. I, I'm all for. I mean, I kind of wish this season that might have had a little more of that, but
3: which comes ties with the the going back to the rebel base or not the rebel base the republic base and mm-hmm. collecting the ig head
0: oh yeah that that yeah. was actually cool and it so seems like cool. he's going to be working more with the new republic with so tiva really yeah and then the books i think he's going to be hunting down some imperials which i think is going to lead more into the big crossover movie sure, i can um. see him sh- honestly showing up in ahsoka in some yeah. way
1: shape or form because like i feel Me like too with what he's doing now for carson teva or just like the new republic yeah like carson's gonna get like some sort of wind about thrawn mm-hmm. and then he's just gonna be like hey go check this out and then he's just gonna meet up with ahsoka in some way
0: yeah yeah i can see definitely see that happening too um and yeah i we didn't mention this but the armorer actually made some armor for grogu so now yes. he just has like a breastplate pretty much like yeah. i'm not i'm not i'm not sure what it's supposed to be i guess like shoulder armor or something at some point uh, it's kind of hard to tell because he's so tiny and he's not gonna get that much bigger so yeah, not really true sure. but you know yeah it's kind of cool like it's gonna be interesting if maybe at some point he just did decked out in like all like mandalorian armor <laughs> well,
3: yeah don't worry you'll yeah. grow into it right
0: later yeah, <laughs> yeah right it's gonna be like he's gonna be 500 year, right. years old and it finally fits yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah and well also last thing i have to say about this episode is we didn't yeah. there's no mythosaur anything except for a very brief mention very where it's brief just like well, we you know a- the mythosaurs alive and like that's it i think,
0: I think it. we got another brief glimpse because like i yeah, like, got like it down works. into the uh, pool again but yeah and then that's it yeah so how not- big is that thing that's what i want it looks know. big as hell <laughs> Yeah. so like it, it's just chilling down to, like what if it decides to just peek its head out and destroy yeah. like, all the mines basically is- and i mean if we're going Kagan. off
1: like what the sign said it was like tamed by mandalore himself
0: mm-hmm. so like yeah yeah i don't know yeah i kind of wish they had done more with the mythos star instead of just like being like, oh, it exists. A cool arc would have been anyway.
1: they could have done multi- more episodes where bo like, I guess, takes it as, like, like to make her more solidified as the ruler of Mandalore, she repeats the same thing that the original ruler did of mm-hmm. taming the Mythosaur.
0: Bro, yeah. ma- Imagine if she just showed up at the end, like, writing that <laughs> thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that that, yeah. that, that, that would have been kind of sick, honestly. That would have so, been but, very cool. Yeah. So, yeah, any last thoughts on this series? I mean, this season? Um, Overall,
1: I'd say it might be the weakest yeah, out of agree. all of them.
0: I, I definitely agree, but it's um, still good. No. <laughs> it's still
1: good. It's still yeah. good. It's just like it, you can see that they're doing so much Star Wars at this point that it's kind yeah. of decreasing in quality.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can definitely it's, see It's yeah. getting
1: like the Marvel treatment.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fair, yeah. So, I, yeah.
1: Yeah, sorry, no, you're good.
0: What do you guys think about the future? Like, the next thing is the Ahsoka show. Um, what are your, like, h- thoughts, like, hype level? Like, are you excited? Or are you looking forward I am, to it?
1: I'm very excited because I'm very excited to see Thrawn. Um, mm-hmm. I love Ahsoka, too. I think she's a great character, so I'd like to see um, how she builds, like, mm-hmm. more of her arc, I guess. I mean, we, we haven't seen that much Ezra. of
0: her so far like she yeah she's m- mostly just had a glorified cameos we haven't really seen yeah. like, much development with her yeah
1: i'm well i meant more in like rebels and like the clone oh, wars yeah. and stuff that's yeah, where yeah. we got a lot of our development but i think I, i'm really excited for it i'm also really curious about those dark side users yeah um, me too did, i don't know if anyone here watches star wars theory but he broke down the trailer mm-hmm. and this man said what if this is like an alternate timeline that Ahsoka's envisioning and that guy with the beard is actually Anakin if he didn't become Darth Vader? And I was like... That's pretty out there. It's, I yeah, mean- <laughs> it's very out there. It's a horrible theory. Yeah, But I think, honestly, I'm really curious to see what they are because their lightsabers were, one, orange, mm-hmm. and two, they were using the dark side of the Force, but they weren't
0: Sith. Yeah, from what I hear, they survived Order 66 um, and kind of, like, renounced the Jedi, but they're not Sith. So they're just, like, Dark Jedi is the idea. Yeah, so I think that's the idea. Um, But from what I hear, I've been hearing, like, these rumors that at one point Ahsoka goes to, like, you know, that planet where, like, the embodiments of, like, the Force were in the Clone Wars? oh yeah 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 um, from what i hear she goes i think that's where she goes if they bring that back that will be that would be sick and from what i hear she has like this vision of an alternate future where anakin does like that's one of the the big parts that hayden christensen is back for like there is like an alternate future where like you know she hangs out with anakin i
1: I don't know if they do the alternate future but i think that they're probably going to do clone wars flashbacks
0: Oh god, if they do that, I will. Oh god, because I really wanted that. And Hayden LB1. Christensen,
1: Hayden Christensen mm-hmm. in his Clone Wars armor, oh my would god, would be that insane! So oh. That'd be insane. Also, if they do like early Clone Wars Anakin, mm-hmm. and he has the shorter hair, I'd also like oh, to that see would that. Be interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like
1: every time we see even Hayden, it's always the long hair or like mm-hmm. the ponytail, or,
0: yeah, the buzz cut, yeah, with the. Uh yeah, from what I heard too, there is going to be like a flat like part of that's like a flashback where they have like a younger actress playing Ahsoka. seen. Yeah, right. But even, <laughs> even though she's like forty, you know? <laughs> yeah, but she looks but she, she looks like a child, and she has the, that like really high pitch. Yeah, yeah, it could work. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, definitely excited for that. Um, I think yeah, that that premieres in August, so not so too long, and it's pretty much like it pretty much feels like a sequel to Rebels. Which I've yeah. not watched all the way through yet. So I, I definitely yeah. need to get on that. So I, it, I yeah, understand. honestly, it
1: just <laughs> like in the trailer, it just looked like a live action version of Rebels. I mean, you had Hera, you had Sabine, Chopper,
0: yeah, pretty much I mean, everybody's in it. Yeah.
1: So we'll have to see where that goes. We'll have to see if Zeb's in it as well.
0: Yeah, right. That, yeah. And like obviously Thrawn and Ezra, which be, yes. it's kind of going to pick up where Rebels left off.
1: Yeah, the whole point of the show is ah- Ahsoka yeah. finding
0: Ezra. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is really cool, you know, especially for Re- Rebels fans who have like kind of nothing. Yeah, had that loose thread for what, like at least five years now, if not more, more than that. Yeah, almost
1: like what? When did the show end? Let me
0: look. Yeah, so okay, so started in 2014, right? Yeah, twenty four So we went. It went to 2018. So yeah, okay. It's so been, it went to it's, so been it's been about been five, five years. Five years. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, it'll be nice to finally get a re- resolution to that, especially since him and Thrawn left together yeah. um, at the end of Rebels. So that means they have to be in some way, shape, or form together. Right.
0: right. So. Maybe they're lovers now. I don't know. <laughs> how would you prefer Ahsoka's story to go?
3: Because eventually she, she doesn't play a part later on. So how do you think her right her going to be wrapped up?
1: I wouldn't mind seeing
0: her die. Hmm. i think yeah i feel like as long as it's a worthy death like i feel right, like yeah. that's not gonna, gonna happen to the movie right May, maybe
1: yeah uh, i d- i think wrapping up ahsoka's arc probably won't be until the movie mm-hmm. most likely but at the end of the movie i would like to see some characters die yeah. because i feel like they've kind of played their part in keeping them alive mm-hmm. is kind of just like you're just keeping right. them alive for the sake of keeping yeah, them alive right but um i'm At the end of Ahsoka, I'm really hoping that she just finally gets, like, the, like, satisfaction of finally finding Ezra, and finally, Mm -hmm. and if they, I mean, like, if they kill Thrawn and he's not in the movie, the satisfaction of finally finishing her Rebels arc of finding and killing Thrawn. Yeah. yeah. Right. Do you think Luke is going to be in the crossover movie? Most likely. Yeah. I can see that if they're doing see that too they're really i think they're really going to do heir to the empire and luke kind mm-hmm. of has to be a part of that yeah. so i i can very much see him being part of it but not like mm-hmm. like a huge character in it like he's not well, gonna be in yeah. like the whole thing but like he'll be in like bits and pieces here and there maybe at the beginning mm-hmm.
0: like giving them guidance and stuff but that's mm-hmm. all i can really see i feel like it'd be a really hype moment to see him in ahsoka like teaming up in a cool action sequence that would be really that, cool. that would be dope yeah would be really like cool. the
1: apprentice of of his father yeah yeah you know, just like it yeah that would be really cool
0: i mean it, it was already cool to see them talking about anakin in the book of boba fett but to see them actually like in battle together would be awesome yeah that'd be awesome
3: now are they aware the connection forgive my
0: no oh, yeah, okay. yeah 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 okay. they talked about it in book of boba fett like she she said something Open like you're a lot like your father and okay. yada, yada yada yeah Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, any final thoughts? Are we good to wrap up? I'm I'm all good. I'm all good. All right. Thanks so much guys for being on my podcast. Glad Uh, to be here. Thank you everyone for listening. Be sure to check us out on social media. Casual underscore ex- experts at pretty much every, um, major social media platform. Um, Zach, what's, uh, what's your social media and um,
1: all that stuff? T- Uh, follow me on Twitter, TTVPGXP. Mm-hmm. Um, I play professional Call of Duty. That's my thing. Nice. So if you like that stuff, check it out. I also tweet about Star Wars and <laughs> a-
0: Sick. Uh, what do you, what do you want to plug Bryce? Uh, no, I'm good. All right. Sick. All right. (laughs) Cool. All right.
1: All right. (laughs) Thank you for having me on Mike. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks Thanks, guys. Yes, sir. Have a good one.
0: This has been casual experts only. Thank you so much for joining us. Please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you choose to listen to us on and leave us a five-star review. If you would be so kind. If you would like to check out our social media and our YouTube channel, use the link in the description. This podcast comes out every other Monday, so be sure to check out all our other episodes. Thanks again for listening. Until next time.